You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the All Star Vintage Podcast with your boys, Dom and Mark. Back for another episode. If it's your first time checking us out, thanks for stopping by. And if you're a returning guest, we love mm-hmm. having you here and hanging out with us once again. It's season um, um, three. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, episode nineteen, right? We're on, on the Chop Sports Network. And I feel here. like I feel like we're dropping the ball because we teased. Mm. Will we tease that we're going to do something special for 20? No, really. At least really. start thinking about it. Well, you're like, should we do something special for 20? And we were just kind of like, uh, I don't know. That was the extent <laughs> of our conversation. So. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really uh, go into it. Maybe I dropped the ball on that. <laughs> but um, anyhow. It's 20. It's not like 50. But listen, yeah. I will give us some credit because um, we were not anticipating a show this week. No, yeah. This is like a little, this is a Tuesday night. Very weird. Very random Tuesday night. It's not our podcasting night. It's not what we, you know, middle of the week. Do you feel off week. your game a bit? Oh, yeah. Because I just, you know, I worked all day. I worked, you know, I fucking, I had, I had, that, cra- I had this, that crazy weekend, you know. Yeah. The, thre- the, the, the Fury show, which was, by the way, the shit. <laughs> so that's kind of a big deal. That was a big deal. It was awesome. More like... One of the, my favorite shows we probably ever played. So, do you think this is throughout your whole music career? Mm-hmm. Is this your most successful year yet? Year, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. There's no fucking. There's no question. Like all the years and shit I put in grind and playing music. Like this is the most successful year. There's no question. I've played with every band I've like grown up with, almost idolizing. So that's a win for me right there. That's all. I'm good with that. You know. Plus, putting out, like, it took us forever to put that record out, but people like it. So, like, it's old to me, you know, because I've played it for so long, and, but it's pretty much new to a lot of people. So, it's kind of like having, it's, you know, we have new newer music out, which is good, and that's, you know, it's been... And it buys you some time yeah. to write some new stuff, oh, too, which, which is good. Oh, which we've been starting to fucking do, which is going to be nice. No, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's good. It's definitely our most successful year. Like I said, playing with we got to play with E Town and Fury of Five in the same year. Both so both shows sold out. If you would have told me that in fucking high school, I would have been like, yeah, right, right. I saw a little throwback. If um, hopefully he becomes a listener, but I saw fucking Eddie Christ and Andrew Smith at uh at the Fury show. You know, old old WHS. Good brothers. Yeah. Good brothers. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, Eddie... One of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hit him with the one of us? Uh, No, I totally forgot about that story. (laughs) That would have been the first thing I would have said to him. One of us is in deep trouble. Andrew's a good man, too. You know, it was good seeing them, too. And, like, I was like, you know what? I would fucking hang out with them. That's cool. You got to see some people you haven't seen forever, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Even, like, a lot of people from, like, 
shows I used to see from like Chrome, like back in like you know forever ago, were just out and about. So it was it was a good it was a good time. Like I said, that fucking it was like a 500, 600 cap room sold out. I the one mistake that I think was made was whoever put out the flyer with the set times on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because think about it. If you're an old head and you just want to see Fury, really, like, if the fucking set times are on the flyer, you know, well, I don't have to show up till X o'clock. I see what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a a, a bad marketing move. Yeah. For sure. But we were playing at 7 which is like so? Were you guys? You guys weren't first. You oh didn't... no, we were. There were six bands playing. We Holy were fourth. We okay, were fourth. That was, that was a big show. Yeah, we were fourth. So like, we had a perfect time. Nice. You know, people were in the building. It was awesome. It was like Greg's band, Hold My Own. They fucking opened it, killed it. The one dude in that band, uh, I always forget his name. Plays guitar. He uh, he plays in like MH Chaos and like all these other bands from Chicago. And he's he's a sick guitar player. And then uh, Departed played second. Then Raw Life, the homies, they played them. And then us. And then Reaching Out, which is like all young kids. Like, I give Reaching Out mad respect because it, it's cool. It's fuck if you think about it. Literally every member of that band is like 15 years old. Like, they're the youth. And they're all kids of like people who were in like bigger bands. The drummer is this kid, Kevin. His dad played drums in second to none. That's uh, how you know we're getting old, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. That's terrible. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the guitar player, the kid, Caden, his dad played guitar in Madball. Wow. And the singer, uh, KK, her dad played in uh, that band Warzone. Female singer. Yeah, girl awesome. singer. Yeah. And um, they have another guitar player or, or somebody else in the band's like dad is somebody in like another big band too. I'm like, that's crazy. That's cool as fuck. That's really fucking cool. But yeah. Like it, it, and they're cool little kids. They're cool kids. It, they grew up in the environment. You know what I'm saying? They get it already. And they're already playing like big shows. That's awesome, man. So like good I would them. not be surprised seeing them pop off. But yeah, the weekend was good. But like now I'm saying like now we're here we are. It's Tuesday night. It's very strange. Awkward. Very awkward feeling, man. It's a fucking weird vibe. But um, I will, uh, I'll say I have to be careful about my drinking situation Mm. here. Um, I got some water set up. We got a lot of new improvements going on in the, uh, in In the the home home studio, studio. man. Oh yeah. And the lights are off and the mixers on the floor. So yeah, I see what you're saying. It's getting cramped in here, man. (laughs) We're going to have to, uh, Mm -hmm. we have to start renting space or heading to the chop studio. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's getting crazy in here. um, Oh, so it is Tuesday night, but we got. We got some stuff. A lot of stuff going on in the world, There's a lot lot of shit happening. Yeah, man. First thing I want to talk about, do you mind or do you want to? I was going to say real fast. I was just going to say the whole, there's a lot of shit going on. That's why I'm like, I feel like we just wanted to jump on and do one tonight uh, just so we could put something out too. Didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. Yeah, because there's a lot going on. But yeah, go ahead. That's all I want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one, this topic we were just talking about outside. Mm. I was uh, I was showing you first my um, Jurassic era plants that I got over the weekend that I'm going to plant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I digress. So what the fuck was I talking about? You're talking about plants. No, bef- <laughs> no, no, no. Before the plants. Uh, gir- I heard Jurassic. But I, don't know if I was talking about my Jurassic any- World plants. Yeah. Um. Oh, movies. So we're, yeah, yeah oh, thank you. We're Bring me movies? back. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so I no, I, we were talking about Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and the uh, the possible sequel to oh, the yeah. Joker, which is interesting because 
Um, originally, the movie was created with no intent, apparently, for a sequel. Oh, really? But now they're talking about it. Of course, I mean, I mean of course, I it's mean, a money-making yeah, opportunity, the second, right? The second that came out, like the first weekend, they knew they were making a sequel. Like, oh, yeah. And, and that movie was so fucking oh, cool, man. it was great. Man. It was great. Great flick. Like we say, that was a horror movie. That was that yeah. was a, that was Taxi, mm-hmm. um, fucking De Niro, Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver, De Niro. Mm-hmm. Um, it had that raw, gritty vibe, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, I, lo- I love Joker. So mm-hmm. yeah, so a sequel is definitely cool. It's exciting, but now I'm hearing, <laughs> and I don't know what I don't know what to think. I think I'm excited, but uh, I, I usually don't like this style. Uh, yeah. I think it might work. I don't know. Is uh, the Joker, the, the second Joker, Joker being a musical? The musical. <laughs> uh, what do you think about that? Uh, at the very first initial reaction when I heard that, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, way to ruin fucking something that's probably going to be sick. If you did it like a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like a normal movie. Like, the first one was awesome. The second one was probably going to be awesome, too. But... If you make it a fucking musical and turn the whole fucking thing on its head and do something totally different, there's a good chance you're just going to ruin it, you know? But also, after I thought about it for a second, I thought, well, want to be really different. First off, that's fucking different. This day and age, like the way where like movies are made or whatever, you know, like they could make that probably very dark. You know, if they were going to go that route, because I don't think they would do it with the intentions to make it like a fucking lollipop pussy musical like Mary fucking Poppins. You know, like it's not Joaquin in a fucking dress and his little clown makeup frolicking around. I doubt. You know what I'm saying? Lollipop pussy musical. Yeah. Listen, man, we're (laughs) under 10 minutes in and I already have the name for this episode. (laughs) This is fucking fantastic. But yeah, I know, I I know, I know what you mean because um, it really can go either way. Now there's rumors of Lady Gaga Mm -hmm. uh, being Harley Quinn, which which would work for me. And if you're going the musical route, I mean, Gaga obviously fits perfectly into that world. Yeah. So that's exciting. And I I do agree with you. I do think it could be very dark and trippy. Mm -hmm. You know what I like? Make it like a, um, uh, I don't want to say like a clockwork Mm -hmm. orange type, but almost, you know? Yeah. No, I see that. And and I think if they could kind of do that the right way. Yeah, that would that would be cool and different. Why not? Yeah, I I'm mean, at least intrigued. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely intrigued, but I don't, you know, and I don't, and I see it popping up a lot of places. It's like rumored to be musical, so it's a rumor for now. So mm-hmm. you don't really fucking know. But I don't know. I haven't seen any comments or anything from like Joaquin or Todd Phillips, the director, any of them people like verify that it's a a musical or not yet. So we'll just keep our uh, you know our eyes and ears open, and we'll fucking. We'll see what the deal is with that when that, you know, comes out. Because yeah, it's probably coming out, you know. I'm sure they're going to be, I'm sure they're working on it soon. And I think you know? that should be a poll that we should put out mm. this week, too. Well, do you want to see the Joker's a musical? Yes. Yeah, make it a poll. What do you see guys think? Do you guys want to see, but yeah, yeah, you want to see a dark musical? Like some fucking, it would probably be like Sweeney Todd. You know, like some dark. But sh- light. No, 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 no. Sweeney Todd would be way lighter in comparison to what I think they would do with the Joker. I think okay, they'd make good. it way yeah, yeah. darker. Yeah, they would definitely make it way darker. Hopefully, if that's the route they go. Because I really, I find it so hard to believe they'll make it like some, like, like some fucking lollipop song. Pussy yeah, some lollipop pussy-ass musical. Like, some fucking 
Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Pump the brakes. We're going to leave it at that. But um, actually, since we're still like, you know, we're just talking about movies, I wanted to mention the other night I had seen or just was cruising Netflix and saw there was a new Sandler flick. And I, I, I literally had not seen, heard nothing about this movie. It just, it was, it's called Hustle. And I was like, eh, you know what? I'll give it a fucking try. Like, you, as much as I sit there and I say, you know, it's got the fucking odor of Adam Sandler and shit like that, most of the time he's not missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, Nate, like, you could probably put on one hand, like, the amount of fucking duds he's had. Losing you know? some, winning most? Yeah, exactly. He's losing some, winning most. So, I gave it a try, and I gotta say, it was fucking awesome. All right, so like, it I, was really fucking good. I know nothing about this. I didn't hear any build uh-huh. up to it. I went on Netflix. I scrolled. I saw it come up. I did not read a description uh-huh. on it, anything. So enlighten me, brother. Tell me okay. about this. Well, I'm trying to be as spoiler free as possible. Okay, okay, fair enough. But basically, he plays like um, like a like a like a scout, like a longtime scout for the 76ers. and. He like I'm telling you, he's been there fucking forever. And but he you know he has aspirations of being a coach, and he's real tight with the owner, shit like that. He um you know he's he's on the road most of the year scouting players. That's what he does. So he, basically the draft's coming up, and you know the guy's son, the owner's son wants to draft someone else, and this and that, and then him and the owner's son don't get along. So basically, long story short, he ends up becoming a coach. And then the owner of the team dies. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the son that doesn't like him to begin with is like, you know what? Uh, you can be a coach, but like you're invaluable as a scout. I really need you as a scout. Because I because A, I fucked up with that draft pick you told me not to draft. And he's terrible. So but he basically tells him, Go find me the next LeBron and I'll 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 put you back on the bench. Is this pure fiction? Yeah. Okay. It's a fiction. Okay. But it's put together so well. And, like, it's shot kind of like uncut gems in a way. Very similar style, like, feel behind the camera. And um, so he goes on his typical scouting trips, trying to find players, scouting guys, whatever, like some hates most. (laughs) So he ends up coming across, like, a fucking street game for money, and he sees this dude playing ball in, like, work boots, and he's just sunning everybody. So he's like, oh, shit. Ends up getting in contact. And the guy who plays this character, the character Bo Cruz, is, uh, I think, one of the, the youngest Herman Gomez brother. So the Knicks had Juan or Will. One of the, there's like three of them. And one of them was on the Knicks for like a year or two. And then the other ones, I forget where they're at. But like this one doesn't play often. Like he's like a G League type of talent, you know, but perfect for this movie. You know what I'm saying? Perfect for this role. So basically, Sandler fucking gets this kid, convinces him to come to the fucking states, and there's a there's so many cameos in this movie of like you know celebrities and NBA players, and like there's some NBA players, current ones that are like characters in the movie, like Anthony Edwards is kind of like the bad guy, you know, because he plays in the he so Sandler gets him in these uh, combine games for so he could get scouted by teams. And he's got to play all these other big talents and shit and see how he stacks up. And basically, you know, the movies, it's basically like that. And there's like a lot of shit that happens. I might want to give, you know, away, away. 
So, like, I gave a little bit away, but that's nothing. That's just a scratch. Like, the, what I basically gave you was the first 10 minutes of the movie anyway, you know? So, everything else, a lot of shit happens, basically. And it's basically him training this guy up to be in the NBA. And they just, they grow this friendship. And, like, it's, it's just a really good put-together movie. And it, I'm telling you, bro, like, if Adam Sandler wanted to just do serious shit from now on, I feel like he could fucking easily do it. I feel like he's finding his new, like, next mm-hmm. chapter. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, of you know, he's done what he's done for so mm-hmm. long. And I mean, he, you know, he's not that he's never had a serious role. He's yeah, had that yeah. in between, plenty of them. But yeah, kind of more focusing on, you know, a specific type um, outside of comedy. Yeah, why not? I think it's cool. I mean, Uncut Gems was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He played a great character. You're saying... You know, this he was awesome in this fucking, too. This is great. I'm telling you, because he's funny in this too. He just plays like a, he plays just like a good dude, you know. Uh huh. And the whole reason too, he's like a coach, like like a, a coach. He used to be like a really good player too. And then like they explain something happens and shit and some heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's just like yeah, Sandler. I'm watching this. I'm like this fucking guy, man. He could just do it. And like he's like probably the coolest fucking celebrity out there because if you ever see him. He's always just chilling in like sweat. Scrubbed pants. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He gets it. You know? Would you care? Mm-mm. No, right? Mm. Hell no. I'd be the same way, dude. Absolutely. He just gets it. Fucking Sandler. Respect. <laughs> respect Sandler. I mean, I don't respect him for giving Kevin James all his opportunities. <laughs> but... <laughs> Besides the point. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, but no, if I had to go out on a limb, honestly, I'd say this movie is. Uh, it, 8.8 Marones. Ooh. Take care. Brush your hair. Bringing back the Marones scale, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I get it. It gets 8.8. Might actually, fuck it. It's getting a solid 9 Marones. Take oh. care. Brush your hair. It. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed it. I really did. Now I got to see it. Yeah. No, you do. It's a good shit. I will. I will certainly will, my it's brother. It's like I fucking watched, I think, Stranger Things twice already. <laughs> I still didn't finish. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We, um, Loving it. Um, five? Oh, four was my favorite episode of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I just finished five, and I wasn't crazy about that episode. But yeah, four was awesome. You're yeah. right. Um, this shit's awesome. I think I want to do for my birthday this year. Scott did it already. What Stranger Buddy Things? Scott. Yeah, the, the Stranger Things experience. Is it still going to be up? In the city. I, it's still running now. I got to yeah. check. If it is, I want to get a group together. I think uh, somebody else just went to that recently, too. Get a ton of edibles. Mm. Now you're talking my language. And float into the Stranger Things experience for my birthday, Go man. Scoops ahoy. Yeah, why not? You in? Would it? Yeah. Hell yeah. And then we could go out and get something nice to eat. Make it a nice little occasion. You know what I mean? It's like on Saturday, I went to Asbury. Got to give uh, not a shout out, but like uh, me, Will, and Larson went to like, I think it's called Tallulah's or Tallulah's in Asbury. Your pizza sucks, Tallulah's. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to let y'all know that. It was probably a three out of ten models. Mm-hmm. Take care, no brush your hair. Flop, thin, no crust, mush. I'm like, what the fuck? And Larson's like, that's the best pizza I've had in like fucking three years. I'm like, stop. Well, he's also in Texas. So. Yeah. I mean, this. hey, we were, we were saying it, I think, on the last episode. But if I moved from Jersey, I yeah. wouldn't miss much. But the food. Big time on the food. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the fucking pizza, man. Mm. Yeah. It's Italian in general. Yeah. And apparently Chinese. 
Oh, is that right too? Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, New apparently York, New like, Jersey. Yeah, like in the Midwest states, like you're not getting good Chinese out mm. there for some reason. I'd have a problem with that. I like Me my Chinese, too. and I like my pizza. Me, fucking too. A little too fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, brother. With that, uh, it's time that we take a break. Okay. Let Dave do his thing as per usual. Yeah, with the chop sports stuff. The stuff, the yeah, stuff. So you guys stuff. don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back after this. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis. Definitely dominant in dodgeball. Uh, dominant in California kickball. Monday yeah. through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. And, oh, that was a lion. and we are back. And the lion mm, the strikes lion again. There's a lion in me. <laughs> so, brother, I have exciting news. Oh, no. I want to introduce yeah, a new okay. segment, man. <laughs> It's a little bit of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It ties in the whole all-star vintage okay. nostalgic oh. theme. Oh, okay. okay. So I think uh, the people out there, specifically card collectors, would mm. appreciate this. The OG card collectors. I recently decided to break out my old collection because, mm-hmm. you know, cards are hot again. Mm-hmm. I think Dave was actually talking about this recently, too. I'm aware that they're hot because I've... And people that buy from us better... Fucking respect the fact that I give you cards for free. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I, which that was you all on your own. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm just taking from my collection, and I have uh, so many. If I have a relevant card. You throw yeah, it in exactly because I have so many. Like I have what you have right here. What we're gonna do and we'll get into. You have this box to our our left. There's a box filled with Dom's high end cards. His high end. Pieces of his collection. You know, I don't know if that's all the stuff you have, but I have mine separated. Do you have your separated? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So these are my my premier cards. 
I think, and, and honestly, dude, I haven't been through these mm-hmm. in years. So it's even better. You guys, everyone listening, you'll be going every step mm-hmm. of the way with me as I kind of go through these again. And uh, it's probably, I was just saying, probably going to make me want to start <laughs> collecting again because I'm going to get hyped. Yep. You know, looking at some of these fucking guys again. So I'm just going to pick randomly mm-hmm. from my collection, just a random card. Let's see if we can remember who it is. Oh, God. You know, some uh, will be obvious, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because if they're in that box, that's the good stuff. Right, you know what I'm right. You're not putting, like, see, you're not putting um, the junk box. You're not putting Bobby Brewster in that <laughs> box. Bobby Brewster. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, uh, I, I, this is, Glenn yeah, I got Foley. Them, yeah, I got them fucking, you know, I got them fucking separated myself so that's something i got the fucking mix bag that i send out to people so i send them bubby brewster cards like those are cards you're gonna get but those are the funny cards those are the good those, exactly you know. it gives you a chuckle when yeah. you see it so yeah but yeah so i figure i pick a card at random mm-hmm. see who, if we know who it is pro- we probably will mm-hmm. then we'll take a look at the back of the card the card type you know, what manufacturer it is. Is it Tops? Is it Fleer? Is it Pro Set? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what year the card came out. Like, all that nerdy stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's um, the card facts. So let's just get right into it, brother. It's and the card let's see. facts. All right, let's see. Just a random pull. And I hope they're not... I don't, Separated? I just hope they're not like, organized, like, by team. You probably did. Or you alphabetically, pro- you because I'm going to fuck this up. You probably did some fucking dark OCD shit as a kid. Oh, 100%. Put it all together by team, color... Whole nine. So the first one I'm pulling, it's a it's a tops oh, card. Okay. Tops. The Oilers, man. Best jerseys. <laughs> the best jerseys. Yeah, those are some of my absolute favorite throwbacks. It's a 1988 oh. tops wide receiver, Curtis Duncan. Curtis Duncan. Do you remember? No, I Curtis don't. Duncan. A little I, probably a I little before don't. our time. I I don't at all. I'll be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of players I can, like, you know, kind of figure out and, like, maybe remember. I never, I don't even think I remember that name. Curtis <laughs> Duncan. So, I mean, we're talking late 80s. Yeah. You know, yeah. we were two years old. Yeah, I was born in 86. Um, so, I don't know why he's in my elite collection. I yeah. Why, again, why is he I, in I don't elite remember. Collection? I haven't seen this you in might have forever. To, might be time to trim the collection. Might time to do a go-through. It might be, man. Well, this, I mean, we're going to do it live. We, we are. <laughs> this is a good opportunity. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm, I, I need You should do. How many do you want to do in, like, every time you do? You want to do, like. Just one. You do? Or you want to do more? You, I was going to say you want to do. I was going to say, like, do, like. A few. I got a ton of cards. So that's all I'm saying. There's a lot there. I was gonna say because we probably go through this quick enough where you could do like three or four. You know. So okay, let's start with three. Okay, three right. sounds like a good number. I like three, and I usually don't. I, I usually like even numbers. Me too. But I think <laughs> I think three works for this yeah. segment, so we'll go with it. So yeah, Curtis Duncan, wide receiver, Oilers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Let, let's see. Height five eleven, one hundred eighty four pounds. Um, so he was a little guy. He was a draft pick. Yeah, little guy for sure. So he was maybe a he, slot guy is or he something. White? No, black dude. No, I was gonna say because he's probably like a little. Uh, I was gonna say like a early West Welker. <laughs> so they're saying Curtis scored touchdowns on thirty eight point five percent of his receptions, with five scores in thirteen catches as a rookie in nineteen eighty seven. Not bad. He also ranked five scores eighth. as a rookie. Yep. He also ranked eighth in the AFC. With a 19 and a half kickoff return average last season, that prior season. Curtis had 99 yard touchdown return at Northwestern 
and caught 67 passes. So, yeah. Hmm. No, again, I have no clue how well, this guy snuck you in. You said this, it's a but, rookie? Um, I think it's the year after his rookie oh, okay. year. I was say, yeah, if it's his rookie card, maybe you just assume, all right, rookie, you know. Yeah, yeah. We get hyped. All right, <laughs> let's go. I'm going to do, do another grab. I'll another grab. Let's see. see. Number two. First one, a little, a little disappointing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why is, I was like, let's do more than one. This is what we do. We do it at, at, at random. And again, I, <laughs> dude, maybe I got the wrong box. I don't know. Did you grab the not elite box? And, <laughs> dude, I maybe. Well, question is this: Do you have any in there that are in like casing? Yeah. So uh, then that's the elite box. No, the casings are are bare, my brother. Oh. So they're all in Did there. You, you, so you never put any easier. These are mixed. Okay. These got to be a little, a little mixed. But there might be reasons why these guys are in there. They might be part of a full collection. Oh, uh, gotcha. So, um, so here's another one. I did mm-hmm. like this series a lot, though. Um, I did have this full collection. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a playoff first in ten, and um, I don't know if it was like a spinoff of another company or not. Uh-huh. Um, playoff first in ten, but they were just cool looking huh. cards. They had the green background, yeah, and the uh, the player is uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Eric Zier. Oh, yeah, do you remember <laughs> yeah. this guy at all? Uh, semi, yeah, dude. I don't think he ever started. I don't think so either. Let, let's check. Oh yeah, here. What are we saying? But so- you know, like, one thing I want to say though about like what you were just saying with the, that card, there was like a lot of really fucking cool like. Sets like card sets, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes like artwork and shit like that, hundred percent. Like there's some like some of that shit out there is like collectible. Like I think for, well worth the collectible shit, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. And I'm I got to preface too that these are all football cards. These mm. are my football card collection. Mm. I have like other ones, but like some baseball, but I have nothing. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. So those are in the kind of like my junk collection. Maybe we'll pull those out one yeah. day. And maybe that's where my gems are. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but uh, Eric Zier. Okay, so they're saying, Zier the queer. No. They're, they're, they're saying on the back <laughs> of the card, uh, as a result of the outstanding season starter oh. Vinny Testaverde had in 1996. Oh, <laughs> that's not Zier. That's Zier's playing time was extremely limited. Yeah. However, in only his second season, he proved to be an adequate Backup <laughs> by completing ten out of his twenty-one oh, passes what a great and one touchdown. What a great! I mean, backup. listen, if that's what you're put on the back of your card, eh. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry. Uh, do you think he's proud of that card? <laughs> like, I would be, but I that's mean, you like, made that's it. on the back. That's what's on the back of it. You know, like I guess it's better uh, than nothing, though. No? You like, could say, hey, I so got like a card. what? What if your career is complete dog shit, uh-huh. right? And there's no like real, there's no good stat to put on your like. What do they put on your card then? Like showed up to practice every week. Tough worker. Yeah, hard worker. Blue collar guy. <laughs> He's a blue collar guy. Lunch pail. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's got to be shit like that because otherwise there's nothing. You're Just not feel you know, good titles. If you don't have stats to put up, you can't put up any stats. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if anyone else remembers this this uh, series, but though uh, I don't know. Playoff first and ten. Maybe I'll take some pictures mm. of these three and I'll put uh, them up. Sorry. Next but, one. Okay. Next, last. Uh, next that one was a bummer. One. Yeah. Well, hopefully this one. So we're over two. Yeah. <sighs> Man. That's why I wanted to do at least more than one. You know. All right, last this okay. one. I, I already know the year. Looking at it, yeah. I, I know these cards, man. Yeah, I yeah. Spend so much time with these cards. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is an this is Upper Deck 1991 Upper Deck Classic. Classic card. Classic. Set. 
Um, Upper deck tops, FLIR, those are like you know high end. Yeah, very high end. And this is this baby's fucking. This is mint. Look What's at that. that? Um, Chargers yeah. defensive end Leslie O'Neill. Oh, classic. Leslie O'Neill was a good player. Yeah, nineteen ninety one upper deck mint condition, brother. This one is pretty sweet. 6'4", 259 pounds, went to Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um, so this goes back to his first four seasons in the NFL. Um, so he started in 1986, had uh, 12 and a half year. sacks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like He was a good player. And, and then he was guy. out injured the next year, the whole next year. And then Whoa. in 1998, I'm sorry, 1988 rather, he returned, looked limited, only 28 tackles, four sacks. Mm. But then he came back around in 89 and 90 big seasons, 12 and a half and 13 and a half sacks, yeah. man. Yeah, solid, solid player. I got to look at the rest of his career now. Solid player. Yeah, because I do vaguely remember him. I, I know he was good, but. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember that name. So this was this was the, uh, the, the best card of the group so far for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there'll be some real actual like. Yeah, round, round one's kind of a dud, but we're, listen, we're going to do this every week. we got plenty of fucking cards. Yeah. So that's just kind of how it goes. We'll have good ones, we'll have bad ones. Maybe, uh, nah, never mind. I was gonna say maybe we'll sell them away to somebody. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I could get rid of them. And plus, I don't think I've, you know, mm-hmm. that high level premium card yeah. that really has a fucking high value to it. I mean, I probably have some decent ones in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know I have like this, this one I really love is a, it's a Steve Young Niners card with a piece of his jersey in it. Oh, those are always good. Those I always sell, those. dude. Those sell for fucking good money all the time, too. Those are the ones that you get the most for, usually. Yeah. Are the ones like that, like with the jersey and the autograph of the jersey and all that. Those are the ones where the money's kind of in, I think. Well, recently I saw that. And I will tell you, by doing this now, like I am very, very close to purchasing an online Beckett, man. I got to see the value of these cards. Yeah. Um, because I'll tell you what, I can't find them. They're not. Remember when we were like kids and we'd uh-huh. ride our bikes to uh, Krausers and we could get, the, get Beckett. the Beckett's right yeah. there next to the Playboys. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not there no more. No. No, no. I think they're strictly online subscription based now, that's, which that's is stupid. whack. Yeah, that's dumb. I remember, not the Beckett, but what I'll do is like, I'll take my cards that like, you know, I have my, well, I told you I separated. I think are worth something. Mm-hmm. I'll t- I'll just I'll just go on Google and I'll Google it and shit like that, and I'll just see what it sold for in the past on other like sites and shit like that. Be like, I don't know what the Beckett says it's worth, but someone bought it from me on eBay for five dollars. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. So or like or another site. There's other sites that sell them too. Like someone bought it from this site for forty dollars. You know, like. So much cooler than NFTs, by the way. Yeah, physical shit. Just being able to hold shit in physical shit is like so much better. Speaking of NFTs, I mean, back to me not knowing about them, <laughs> but I saw two NFTs the other day that people were like, oh, that it was literally Pain Olympics. Somebody was drawing <laughs> cartoons of people cutting their dicks off. And then the other one was just poop emojis for the most part. And people are buying this? The, People are buying the monkeys, the ones that are just monkeys and sunglasses and shit like that. Like, people are paying thousands of dollars for these. Someone's paying thousands of dollars for a cartoon man cutting his dick off. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, well, money laundering. That's the only reason. God! No one needs to own that. Like, why do you want to own that? Oh, I'm going to own it to flip it. 
Like, I can't, I would love to meet the person that's like, oh man, I can't wait to go buy this cartoon guy cutting his dick off. I, I can't fucking wait to own that and then look at that all day. I need that in my collection. I need to have it in my collection so I can just look at it and do absolutely fucking nothing with it ever because it's just a fucking picture on the internet and it does no physical or fucking emotional fucking value whatsoever. But I have to have it for $6,000. That sounds fair, right? That sounds fair. Sure. <laughs> what planet do these people live on? Where do are where are we? Well, whatever they're doing, I wish we were because if I had disposable income to throw yeah, around fucking right? six thousand dollars for a fucking monkey cutting his junk off, yeah, cool, yeah. great life. Life is good if, if, if that's you know if that's what you're spending your that's money what on. I'm saying what's what's going on? Where are we? Where are we? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I swear, dude, I, couldn't, I could not believe what I was seeing when I was like, that's really, I'm going to see if I can find it. I'm like, I'm, and like, how do you search for it? I'll just Google NFT of a guy cutting his dick off. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Um, Pain Olympics, NFT. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. NFT. Does anyone remember the Pain Olympics out there? That's like kind of early. <laughs> if internet. people do, if someone does on here, they're sick. <laughs> they're fucking and sick. And I want to hang fuck. out with you. Yeah. Like, Shedlock's probably going to text me after this. Like, yeah, I know the Pain Olympics. <laughs> he would. Yeah. Uh, NFT guy cutting off penis. Were the, were the um, original Pain Olympics, was, was that real? Like, hmm? the original Pain Olympics? Like that we saw that video of back that in the day. A Higgs told, told us uh, with the guys that were chopping off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that is real. I think there's like a thing where people get off on it. There's like people are like, dude, the fetish world's insane. There's like, there, there's people that get off to any fucking thing you can possibly think of. You know, I still to this day, I still haven't seen two girls one cup. Really? To this day, well, you're not missing out because I know. <laughs> I will fucking puke. I have no interest in seeing that. Yeah. If you get poop, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. If bro. you incorporate, <laughs> stop, stop. It's disgusting. Into any type of sexual, <laughs> I just don't want like shit in general. It's disgusting. Like I don't even like. Yeah. That wet gross. hair. No. Yeah, wet hair is disgusting as fuck. I don't know why. It just fucking grosses me out. But no, it's a, it's a sick world we live in. Yeah, man. Fucking sitting here talking about these fucking sick fetishes. It's disgusting. Yes, yeah, all this fucking dark shit. Uh, I, speaking of all this dark shit, <laughs> um, I was watching um, Dark Side of the 90s. You ever see that shit? It's like Dark Side of the Ring guys did it, but it's just like shit about the 90s. Yeah. But they were talking about this shit. They were talking about here all this sick fetish shit. This is perfect for fucking, fucking early nineties, nineties daytime talk TV, like Jerry Springer, fucking Maury, fucking the whole nine yards. This that fetish shit. That's perfect. For, that's that. That's right up that alley. Those shows were so crazy, bro. Sally Jesse Raphael. Think about that shit, though. You know what I'm saying, like. When we were younger, like, that was on TV at, like, 11 a.m. 
What Springer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like if I was homesick, yeah, it was ESPN and Jerry Springer and Judge Judy. Mine was Springer slash Price is Right back and forth. Oh, Price is Right. Back yes. And forth. Yes. But they were on the same time, so it was rough. But yeah, dude, like that's how we grew up. That's how we're all fucking crazy as fuck today. Because that's what we were watching when we were like homesick from school. Like, let me watch this transvestite fucking beat the piss out of this A midget. midget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's that one dark story. Like, why like, they were talking about though? I don't know. There was one. Of, it was one of the first like reveal episodes they did of like not like you're the father, but like one of the Jerry Springer ones where it was like. Uh, this person likes you, oh, but this person's gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they did that. I forgot the guy's name, but like, at like a week after the show, like he what the guy that like they're like, oh, he's got a crush on you and he's gay. Blah blah blah. Your friend likes you. That dude went and killed his friend. Whoa. Yeah. That's oh, it's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. How you gonna do that? Yeah. Right. Like, I understand you're probably embarrassed a little bit. Yeah. But People understand. People understand that you have no clue right, that that's right. coming. And know, like, like, obviously, that relationship will never be the same again. No. Obviously, but you're gonna kill someone over it. Yeah, it's insane. That's what I'm saying. People are insane. Oh, we live in an insane world. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's nuts. You fucking see, um, Jeff Hardy got arrested again, again for a DUI. <laughs> yeah, because you seen that picture I sent it. What? <laughs> The one with him and the Uso. And oh, it was yeah. like the DUI championship title. <laughs> yeah, those guys, man. Yeah. Fuck, dude. But yeah, I mean, Hardy just, you know, it's it's sad, dude. But I think yeah. it's like, it's beyond addiction. It's definitely like mental health issues mm-hmm. with him, too. Yeah. And, and when, I don't know if it was prior to wrestling if he had issues or not, but I'm sure all the bumps that he's taken over the years and stuff, I mean, definitely fucks with you mentally. Oh, it makes no you doubt. do stupid things mm-hmm. as well, man. And uh, and with th- like Tony Khan canceling that uh, the match on um, Dynamite. Remember mm-hmm. they were going to have the 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 ladder match. Yeah, I know he did it because you know obviously he can't wrestle. So, do, but that makes me believe that they, I think they were going to win the titles. I the really hardest, yeah, yeah. And I think <clears throat> I think that they were going to win the titles. And it probably was going to be a very short reign. They were probably going to lose them at all out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like they were going to give them the titles for a little bit because they don't have, you know, like just to give them a run. And I feel like now we're never going to ever see the Hardys have a title. I, I don't again. think so either. I don't think they'll ever have anything again. I think I think Jeff might be done this time. Man. Yeah. I mean, so Khan said that that apparently he susp- he suspended without pay, mm-hmm. but they will help him get treatment. And once he goes through through that treatment, they'll accept him back. But he mm. has to go through it. Like yeah, there's yeah. no shortcuts. There's no I'm not doing that. Then you then you don't wrestle. You don't get mm-hmm. paid. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. But it also makes me think about his issues with uh, on his way out of WWE, mm-hmm. and there was like conflict back and forth whether like you know he was fucked up in the ring during that one dark match or. You know, and that led to his release. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Hardy came out saying that, like, no, it wasn't, like, drug or alcohol related. Like, whatever whatever it was. So, like, it, it, you have to think, well, maybe he was fucked up, uh-huh. and, you know, because yeah. maybe WWE did know something. And maybe that was the right move. And maybe Tony Khan probably, 
maybe even shouldn't have hired yeah. Jeff Hardy based on his history and knowing that he already, you know, he's just coming out of trouble, you know, with WWE mm-hmm. and then you just hire him and, you know, it's the same shit over and over with this guy. You know, you got to shut him down. I mean, for his, for his own benefit. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? Yeah. And, and like, you know, and I'm not going to talk shit about the people around him or anything like that, but like you hope that like, you know, they're, they're trying to keep an eye on him a little bit and, you know, keep him level. I mean, I know he's his own man and all, but mm-hmm. still, man, like someone like that needs a lot of fucking yeah. positive support around him and oh, eyes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know. I see. I was trying to find this article that I seen um, where they were talking about the situation. It was like, I don't, I don't fucking. This is how you know the internet's fucking. You know, they just listen to every their phones and they just listen to fucking everything you say because I don't follow any of these fucking wrestling things right yet they're constantly on my phone popping up like this article about this recap of this event and this and that and then like this article is now like i was about to say i'm looking for this one i saw about jeff hardy and um you know i, I it was so it was about like the you know the amount of alcohol he had shit like that mm-hmm. and then they said basically overnight it's like they have to cut x amount of events he's on because of these sponsors and like this shit, it, it encompassed the whole thing. It was like the whole arrest, everything. It was a good article. And so I'm like, I should follow these fucking pages. They tease you and they give you the good shit. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking disappear on you when yes, you want to fucking look for them. Because you don't fucking actually follow them. So you don't know which one it fucking came from. Right. But no, it's, it's, it's a shitty situation. Everywhere. Either way you look at it, it's just a shitty situation. You know, it sucks for him. Mm-hmm. It sucks for the company. Sucks for the fans. It sucks for the fans. Yeah, you know, but it is what it is, and it, it just the guy's got demons. It's mm-hmm. obvious he's got demons, and he just needs help. So hopefully they'll give. Hopefully he's willing to go to the rehab and do all this shit. Yeah, it's all about wanting to do it. And you know what? Maybe maybe the worst place for him to be is the ring. Maybe and in that life, you know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. Like maybe he needs to get away from that. Possible. Maybe he's one of those guys that need to be on a farm fucking somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Brock Lesnar yeah. is. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and not Brock, talking to anybody. Brock and, gets it. But, oh, dude, sign me up for that any day, mm-hmm. by the way. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, brother. Well, what do you think? I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, is it, yeah, we'll do a short one. Thing. It is. It is a late. It's a late night, folks. It's hot out there. That's a fact. We're, yeah, let's cut this one short tonight. Um, we'll before, be back at it. Yeah, before we go, of course, we got to hit you. We got this week's <laughs> moment of the week. Ah, yes, almost forgot. Don't forget about it because I don't forget. I actually do work on these things <laughs> fucking try to find things out. But this week, I noticed uh, good old uh, Tim Anderson of the... Chicago uh, White Sox was trending, and I assumed it was it had to do with the Donaldson shit from like a week or two ago, or the whole Jackie Robinson mocking talk. You know, it was the whole talking point for that fucking week period, and Donaldson got suspended. Hold on, this has nothing to do with any of that. So I saw his name trending, and it basically was talking. It was an article saying about how you know he he made a nice post about him and his wife. You know, this and that. You know, he's been married quite some time. They have kids together. And apparently a reply right to his status directly was apparently his side girl, 
commenting with photos and everything of them together and her being pregnant. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, I, f- I forget the girl's name. I think she's some type of Instagram model, of course. She's pregnant with one of his children. And, I mean, the guy's having a hell of a year, too. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, you know, fuck <laughs> it. But that's not a good look. Being married, having kids, and having your side piece come out and on the internet basically just say, hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. But who knows? Maybe he never knew about it, and that's how he finds he found out. Yo, can you imagine? You know? Whew. Can you imagine? That would be unreal. Mm-mm. Unre- I'd pay X amount of dollars to make that go away. So uh, that's why this week uh, Tim Anderson received the uh, <laughs> moment of the week. And I shall wrap this quick episode 19 up because we 12 are 12 more days, by the way, our dicks off. 12 more days at the time uh-huh. we're recording this. Uh-huh. Chop Sports BBQ, man. Oh, the man. BBQ. So just yes. a quick little reminder. If everybody wants to go, email Dave at Chop Sports. I don't know what it is. So you have to just go to the website, whatever. Chop Sports Dave at yeah. gmail.com. I don't know what the fuck it is. You have to go to their thing, email them. Let you're coming, swinging your dick around. Being ignorant, and uh, we'll see you there. That is it for this hot Tuesday night. I shall see you all later. Take it fucking sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, don't forget to visit allstarvintage.shop for all your favorite vintage sports gear. All right. This has been the All Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Push your motherfucking title, scratching all the heart from your idol. Representing hip hop on this motherfucking fat damn. Breaking niggas off for the left and the right damn. Representing hardcore, there's no perpetrating. Leave it to the sucker to a non money making figure pump. Never use anything original. Pop a fury style like a motherfucking criminal. Taking to none and taking crowd, give me quick. All you thick ass niggas can step up and need a dick. But let me interrupt you as I'm breaking down your structure. Straight out of jersey is an ill motherfucker. Disrespect enough, it'll never happen. Get your ass served by the vocal attack. Do your crew, stepping on the net, but we can't get this.